Here we are. Thank you so much for supporting me and just turning up on this call and being here. And I suppose on an admin side, um, just requesting that we all keep ourselves muted and I don't think we'll need to use video so much. So although Ben, hello, you can use your video when you're talking, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's so beautiful to connect and we have this incredible global community. I've been extremely humbled by people supporting my book and the sales are already, it's already spreading and pollinating. And I was stopping to think about, you know, where I sit with this and what it all means to me. And um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm really happy just to sell one book and help that one person because that's that's what it's all about. And today on this call, I'm going to talk about why I wrote this book, a little bit the process behind writing this book. You're going to hear from some really generous guest speakers, experts who have, you know, put time out of their day to come here, um, all of whom who have read the book and been part of the peer review process. And I had a couple of questions submitted, just a little bit about the book and, of course, the pre-order campaign. Now, I'm like not the greatest person to talk about what a pre-order campaign is because I, I don't really understand it myself. So I'll keep it simple and I'll, if anybody else on this call actually knows a good deal about the pre-order campaign, let me know in the chat box and you can enlighten us. But it's, um, it's really exciting and it's really important and I do know that the best way to support an author is to purchase the book through during the pre-order campaign. And I think that helps with the algorithms at the back end. So, oh, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to stop my screen share and I might turn on my video. Great. So if you want to be able to see me, just select the speaker view which means you should be able to track me as I'll be the one doing the talking. Um, let's see if I can, see if I can do that. Great. So you should be able to see my video. If you can't, it might just be that you're um, looking at the gallery view or what one of those things. You can also close your eyes and listen to this call. It's early in the morning here. So I've got my morning hair. Here's my beautiful book. Just want to first of all make a make it front and center. So Rocksteady is finally here. Before I start officially, I'd just like to say this book was written on Wadawurrung country. I am calling in from Wadawurrung country, and I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land who have been caring for this land and singing up the land and bringing their culture songs and dance to this land, which I think is so important. And I really want. Um, more of this Indigenous culture to be coming forward so that we can keep learning more about our lands. So I want to invite everybody to close your eyes for a brief moment and you may or may not know who the traditional First Nations people are of the land you're sitting on or perhaps you do or perhaps you're even part of the bloodline but I would just like to take a moment to pause and acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land, the First Nations people from wherever it is you're listening from um, and perhaps if you're traveling on the road and you've got no idea who, who that is, it can be fun to Google it and look it up and, and get to know a little bit about that culture. So I want to invite everybody to just close your eyes. We might take six breaths together and I want to invite that reverence in and that connection to ancestors and history and knowledge and wisdom. 
I have so much gratitude for the ancient wisdoms that are passing on from generation to generation. And to me, it feels really important to acknowledge that and start there because my book is actually based on ancient wisdoms and knowledge that's been passed on from person to person, not necessarily written actually, but um, may have been passed on orally and through person to person teachings because that really is the path of yoga. And neuroplasticity really is the foundations of a a strong yoga practice. And that's really where my exposure to it began is through yoga and through learning to understand my body, through noticing that I was really quite anxious in my body, not feeling completely safe in my body or in the world. And yoga was helping me to recreate that space and redefine how I would exist in my body. And it was doing that through repeating and retraining the way I neurologically mapped my body and my sensory experience. And this is something anyone can do. It's very exciting. It's very accessible. And then as an older woman, when I went to university and started learning the psychology and neuroscience behind some of this, I could actually piece together the Western science with the Eastern teachings. And as I'm going to talk about, the reason my book took so long to come forwards, it really was a 10-year process, was because it's a really large body of knowledge. It's multimodal. And it took a while for me to really get my head around how to language it, how to be less clumsy in what I was sharing and how I was going to tell my story. And of course, how I was going to develop methods that were meaningful to a modern day person. Because some yoga practices are a bit lofty and a bit hard to grasp. So how can we make it meaningful to a modern day person with a job and a family, etc.? So all of this just took a lot of time. So if what I would love to do is I know I've got Ben on the call and Cynthia, and I'll just double check. Kristen, let me know if you're on the call, if you want to pop into the chat box. Um, So I've got Dr. Ben Thompson, who some of you may already follow. So if you want to turn your video on, you can, Ben. I'd love you to do that. And add spotlight. Great. So hopefully, let me know if you can see Ben and me on your screens. That would be awesome. But welcome to the call. Dr. Ben Thompson, how are you doing? Oh, sorry, I'll unmute you. One moment. Okay, you should be able to unmute. Yeah, perfect. Hey, Joy, can you hear me? I can. Welcome. Awesome. Thank, thank you for taking time out on your Monday. How yes, are you? Yes, you're welcome. And hello, everyone. I see there's lots of people here, 150 people alive, and that's amazing. Yes, my name is Ben. I am a doctor of audiology in California, and I did get some early access to the book, which I had read through, and that was a lot of fun for me. Yeah. So Ben and I connect, actually, because there's not many audiologists out in the world who really take a fine interest in the the kind of soft side of healing, in particular tinnitus. So Ben's taken an interest in tinnitus. And looking at the Eastern practices of meditation 
and and how some of some of the old school ancient ritual and tools could be really useful for modern day struggles. And there's not that many audiologists out there who are really interested in, in bridging these gaps and exploring this stuff. So I think when Ben found me, he was a bit excited. When I met Ben, I was a bit excited because because we could talk about areas of interest that we both really have a lot of knowledge in and a lot of interest in. So Ben, thank you for reaching out. It's so such a pleasure to meet you and to have you know this colleague on the other side of the planet who's also exploring exciting options for folks who are genuinely suffering with tinnitus, so noises, sounds in the ears or the head. And as you and I know, Ben, tinnitus can be annoying. It can be whatever. Some people actually like their tinnitus or it can be completely debilitating. It can ruin people's lives. They can feel like they can't even answer a phone call anymore. They can't follow a conversation. They can't really live the life they want to live or be the person they want to be. So it's a very invisible and disruptive symptom. And it's, yeah, so it's amazing to see people like Ben who are out there actively trying to explore how can we do better as a health professional? How can we do better? How can we support these people with more robust skill set instead of just saying, go and live with it, you know, accept it, see you later. So Ben, great to meet you. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you so much for reading my book. And do you want to give us a brief overview of things you, that you loved about the book? What did you get definitely. out of it? So definitely, absolutely. Yeah, there's there's so much that can be done after that medical diagnosis. And when I first found Joey, it was about two years ago, as I was having these same sort of understandings that there's more that can be done to manage tinnitus. I'm an audiologist, I focus on tinnitus. And after that medical diagnosis, what next? How does someone learn how to move past the symptom, to live with it, to have a overall better life because they're changing certain daily habits, et cetera. And I started to look on YouTube about people who were teaching on the internet about tinnitus. And that is how I came across Joey. And I reached out to her, we communicated a bit and we talked uh, on, on her YouTube channel. And we kept that relationship and I kept on my own journey of research, discovery, talking to people, my own life experiences, so to have this book rock steady as a resource, it's fantastic. And I have a bookshelf here. I'm going to move my, move my screen a little bit. You can see I have a bookshelf here. And to me, these are books that have significantly changed my path personally, spirituality, yoga, meditation, mindfulness, uh, big understandings, aha moments. And I feel that everyone probably has some of these books in their life that they keep with them, that they go back numerous times to reference. And each time you read it or you revisit a special book, you get new insights, you connect things in different ways based on what's happened in your own life in that period of time. And for someone with loud tinnitus or vertigo or vestibular conditions, I feel that this this book can be can be that it can be that fundamental book that you can always come back to that resource something to hold physically that you can take notes on come back to so that's why i was really happy to to be here and support you joey and support the whole community uh, with the rocksteady book and i found it fun because i have my own little bookshelf here so one so when i get the physical copy it it may end up on this bookshelf and that'll be really exciting um I was reviewing a digital copy before the launch and 
Uh, I hosted Joey on a video podcast I do on my YouTube channel where that will be released, I believe, tomorrow, sometime this week. And I would love for you guys to watch that to learn more about it. Um, yeah, essentially, I, I loved the different chapters and how it guided someone through that patient journey, because at, at first it's education. And I imagine most people on this call already have the education, either they've done your program, worked with you individually, or they've reviewed themselves with the fundamentals of, of neuroplasticity. Um, in terms of tinnitus, some big questions that we get are, well, what is neuroplasticity and is my goal silence or habituation? And it can be overwhelming and complex to try to answer these questions with tinnitus. So a book is a great way to, at your own pace, read through this perspective of neuroplasticity, which is of course related to habituation and it's related to the goal we have with tinnitus most often is to reduce the actual noise and through that to improve the quality of life in the process. Um, in, in terms of specifically the book that I had reviewed uh, in the podcast, I, I took some quotes from the book. I won't read any of the quotes right now, but um, one chapter that I was learning through because I do not have all the uh, life experiences of you, Joey, of course, each of us individually has learned different things along the way. Mm. Uh, I, I was fascinated by the, the chapter called Unwanted Sensations, which allows us to get into our psychological belief system of what, what is an unwanted sensation and how a methodical daily practice that combines our psychology the physical response in our nervous system, which can keep us in that fight or flight reaction to an unwanted sensation and how daily practices can be a part of a step-by-step -step process. Yeah. Um, from my understanding of your neuroplasticity program for vestibular conditions or tinnitus, the daily practice, whether that's just morning or morning and evening is so critical. And for me personally, that's what I've learned in my life having a daily yoga and meditation practice for more than three years and having guidance at the beginning, because when anyone starts these holistic daily practices, it's hard, it's different, it's new. It doesn't always feel easy. It doesn't always feel fun. But when we look back on the progress we've made, we, at least personally, I've been, I've been happy. I've been proud that my daily practices have led somewhere. So I, do you have any questions or any comments on this, Joey? I want to pass it back to you. Thanks. Um, I guess, I guess for me, the goal is to feel at home in the body, and the goal is not about the tinnitus at all. It's about rechanging, completely renovating the relationship we have to the sound sensations. Um, and I have seen many clients who have complete resolution and don't hear it anymore. But that's not the goal. That's kind of almost like a little fancy offset byproduct that they don't even care about anymore whether it comes or not they don't care anymore and I think that's why it disappears and so I just wanted to reiterate it's actually not about silence or habituation or getting rid of it it's about completely changing how we talk to ourselves how we relate to ourselves and a lot of the feedback I'm getting from this book is it's actually completely applicable to the general reader even if they have no vertigo or no tinnitus because what I'm hearing from some people who did proofs of the book is that 
it's almost like vertigo and tinnitus are used as case studies for what to do when things happen in your life that you don't like. That unwanted scenario when we're feeling not quite right, it happens to the best of us. Well, what do we do about it? Well, this book explains exactly what to do about it and exactly why we're stuck feeling not quite right and how to navigate that. And so it's not about eliminating or curing or getting rid of, which is that linear model. It's about being present with what am I feeling right now? What do I need to support that feeling right now? And that in, in and of itself is a lifetime journey. How do I get really authentically real about what's going on? And how am I going to show up with self-responsibility to meet that? And once that clears and moves, because it will, that's how emotions work. Once we give it what it needs and the supports there, space clears up, magic happens. And then we have this empty void inside of us. And it's like, well, what am I going to fill up with? What I've got this space. Now what? And that's that neuroplasticity piece that's so often missing. It's like, well, what do I want to call into my life? What am I building? And my book really explains that process. And funnily enough, it's not a daily practice. It's not a morning and evening thing, which is very much the traditional yoga approach. And I've shifted away from that because, again, that's linear and it's, um, it's a bit too prescriptive. And what I want people to have the freedom to do is to pick and choose. This is what I need in this moment. This is what's going to serve me physically, mentally, emotionally, or spiritually in this moment. And it's not that I do it every morning or every afternoon. It's not that um, physical therapy or routine that I'm exploring with. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's just a different method and a different approach. It's about showing up in the present moment and having these skills, skills and tools at hand whenever. And that's, that's where it really has transitioned into a whole different um, mode of approaching the sensory rehabilitation landscape. Um, you're going to love this. It's on its way. I got an email, Ben, saying that your your book has shipped, so you might even get it today. All right. That's exciting. It's super uh, exciting. I, I, had, I had one last thing to add, which is that oftentimes when people look for help with tinnitus, they, they, want, they want that goal. They want that quick fix. And then the Rocksteady book, your program, this kind of holistic guidance, it gives it gives them what they actually need, which may not be what they wanted, but mm. it's usually what they needed. Yeah, and I'm think I, I completely agree. And I think people arrive at things when they're ready. Um, and I think when I wrote this book, I felt so connected to the audience. It was almost like, you know, we were buddies talking, like my readers. And it just gave me so much joy to write it. And I kind of wanted to have this feeling like this is your this is your friend. This book can live beside your bed and be that thing you go to in that moment when you're just losing it, you've lost faith. It's a bad moment. It's a difficult moment. And like just pick up the book and read it because it's going to take you through what to do and why you feel that way and why it's totally okay and why you're normal to feel that way. And, and I, I feel like we've done that and at this point, I also want to give a shout out to my publishing team at Page Two in Canada. It must be difficult working with a first-time author, and I feel like they nurtured me really well through the process. And I think the book's beautiful. And as I'll show you later on the call, um, I really loved the way we've set it up with home exercises at the end of each chapter, as well as chapter summary dot points. So if you don't feel like a big heavy read, you can just go through and get little snippets. Um, Anyway, Ben, I'm so glad that you were able to do, read an advanced copy of the book. And I'm excited to see how your community, community develops too with the meditation support. And um, yeah, I, thank you so much for your time and joining me on the call. 
Absolutely, Joey. Thank you, everyone. It was great to meet you. And please do get your copy of the book and we can talk about it later about what you learned from it. Bye, everyone. See you, Ben. Now, Cynthia, I'm just going to unmute you. And if you want to turn your video on, I'd love to hear from you as well. So Cynthia Ryan, here she comes. I'll just unspotlight Ben, remove spotlight. Cynthia is from the Vestibular Disorders Association and she was so incredibly generous to write the foreword to my book. Um, and my heart really puffed open when you agreed to do that, Cynthia. Um, so welcome to the call. And thank you. Thank you thanks for being for, here and for being a, a really rich part of this process. Oh, thanks so much for saying so. It's, it's my pleasure. And uh, as you know, Joanne, I'll quickly introduce myself. My name is Cynthia Ryan. I'm the executive director of the Vestibular Disorders Association. Uh, we're headquartered in Portland, Oregon, uh, mm -hmm. but we serve a global community. We have, uh, we have people all over the world who participate in our, uh, our online community and, uh, and take part in our resources. Uh, and my personal connection to vestibular disorders is through my mother, who has Meniere's disease and uh, as well as BPPV, uh, hearing loss, tinnitus, vestibular migraine, many, <laughs> many problems. So, you know, I've, uh, through her, um, experienced what it's like to live with, um, with vestibular illness, uh, to live with invisible chronic illness. Uh, and uh, what really, um, you know, so I've been with Vita for nine years. Um, I grew up with a mother with vestibular illness, but, and, and, and we, you know, we always knew that mom had these balanced problems that, that she'd had these periodic episodes of spinning vertigo, um, but it was just, it was mom's thing, you know. We didn't really, um, I, I didn't, really appreciate uh, how challenging it was for her on a day-to-day -day basis. And then I started working for Vita and, uh, and I heard my mother's story over and over again. And I kept hearing things like, um, you know, nobody understands what I'm going through. Even my doctors uh, often don't understand the experience uh, of what it's like to struggle every day with an invisible chronic illness. Um, that affects you in so many ways. It affects you physically, mentally, and emotionally, and it makes it difficult to get through the day. And so, you know, it really helped me to um, to develop more um, understanding of the the entire vestibular patient experience, not just the physical experience, yeah. uh, and also um, empathy for uh, for what um, what vestibular patients and other people with invisible chronic illness are going through. And, uh, and that has, has helped me both uh, in my professional life, obviously, to, um, to understand what we as an organization, what VITA uh, needs to do to support vestibular patients on their journey to recovery, uh, on their journey back to balance, as we like to say, uh, because it's more than just giving people resources to, I mean, that, that what, what we say is we, we like to our, the core of what we are is educating patients so they're their own best advocate um, because the medical community uh, often doesn't understand and, and they're, they're not supported. And, and it's a, a complicated process getting uh, an accurate diagnosis for uh, an illness that is so, um, uh, so little, little understood. So educating the patient and empowering them to become 
their, uh, their own best healthcare advocate is a lot of what we do. And we do that through education like you um, by providing scientifically validated uh, articles and resources um, because there's so much information out there and you can't always trust everything that you, um, that you read on the internet. So um, making sure that you know, all this information is in one place, that's one of our goals. Getting people connected to healthcare providers who, um, who are specialists in vestibular disorders because we know that when patients get connected with a healthcare provider uh, who knows about vestibular disorders, they get on the road to recovery more quickly. We know that this, this is an important part of it and getting them connected to support resources, getting them connected to peer support, other people who understand it's huge, it's huge. And, and, and it is a global community. I mean, we do have, um, we have in-person support groups, but we also have online support groups, Facebook support groups, forums, uh, and, and those are so active. People find such, um, uh, such uh, help, support in just knowing that they're not alone, that, um, and also helping, you know, oh, this, you know, I, I, I'm having this problem because, um, or I'm, I'm experiencing this thing because the uh, barometric pressure changed, you know, there's a storm coming in, I'm experiencing this, is anybody else experiencing this? You know, <laughs> developing that community is so important. But what, one of the things that, um, so we're, we're really, um, we want to make sure that people get accurate information. That's, that's, I, that's key. And, and one of the, go ahead. I, I also feel that what Veda does really beautifully and what I don't do, and this is where it's like, you know, we're all weaving in and out of the process because not one organization or one person or one doctor can provide everything. And I think something Veda does is the validation piece of just, you know, this is awful. You've got this awful condition and here are all these other people who get it. And, you know, it's, there's, you know, there's the symptoms and there's this and there's that. And it's like, we have to go through this kind of grief and this knowing of, I feel absolutely awful. Nobody else can tell because it's invisible, but at least Veda understands. Veda gets it, right? And by the time people come to my work, I'm actually starting to say, okay, we need to start letting go of symptoms, start letting go of diagnoses, start letting go of the, the, um, the hypervigilance. And we need to start talking about what's my new normal? What am I creating? Now that I've learned about neuroplasticity, now that I have the science, now that I have the diagnosis or lack of diagnosis or lack of clarity, which my book covers, what next? Because we can't stay forever in this place of grief. It's very, very, very healthy to go there for a period of time. But then we have to move on to the next thing. And I feel like Vader is your lovely, soft landing place for, I don't feel so good. I don't like this. I'm afraid. And I want people to understand me. Go to Vader. So thank you for what you provide in that regard. It's so needed. Absolutely. And, and you're right. Every, people, you know, nobody's in the same place in their journey you know, in their recovery, we, we often see, uh, kind of divide uh, the recovery process into, uh, into the three steps. There's, there's the beginning where you don't even have, you don't have a diagnosis, you don't know what's going on, you're, you're afraid, you're scared, and you're gathering information. And, and that's, that is where, you're, especially where you need that validation. And then there's the next step where, okay, I'm getting information, uh, and I'm learning how to put it all together and I'm learning how to integrate it into my life and I'm learning what that means um, and the finding of the new normal. And, and the community is still a really important part of that. Uh, and then the third stage is, okay, I'm, I, I'm in this recovery, pro I, I'm, 
I'm not going to say recovered, but I'm, I, I have control of my recovery process, or I feel like I have control of my recovery process. At least I'm working my recovery and I know what's going on. And now I'm ready to, uh, I'm ready to open the doors a little bit and let, let, let people in. Uh, and, uh, and what we see very often at that stage is people um, becoming mentors to others who have gone through this process. And that's a wonderful thing to see in our community because those people are so important. We call them ambassadors uh, because they're, they're helping to, to raise awareness about what it's like to live with a chronic invisible illness like a vestibular disorder and helping others um, who are just starting their journey as well. Can I share my, my dream for the future? I think so for those of you listening, most vestibular conditions are on and off. They're intermittent, they're episodic, which means I like to compare it to a pimple. It's like, you know, you get the pimple, it's really embarrassing. You got to go through the ropes of waiting for it to heal. Everybody can see it on your face, but then it disappears again. A vestibular condition is a little bit similar in that you get this, this vertigo, vestibular tinnitus, very disruptive incident. And then we have to wait for the body to heal it. And then of course we go back to normal. So you're not living permanently all the time, every day with this condition. And if it does become a seemingly 24 seven experience, that's exactly what my book explains how to reverse and how to heal because it's the between episodes that we can return to completely normal. We can have all of our senses back. We can retrain the brain because the actual disruption is episodic. So when the neural connections between the eyes, the ears, the brain, the spinal cord are disrupted, it has an end point, right? And so my dream for the future is that people understand, okay, when I'm having an active episode, this is what I need to do. This is how I'm going to soothe it. This is how I'm going to calm it. This is how I'm going to support it. And then once it ends, it ends. I go back to normal. I'm not a vestibular patient. I'm not a tinnitus patient. I actually have, I go back to a normal, healthy, relaxed brain and a normal life. And I think what I'm noticing in my clients is the more they can do that, the less the episodes actually occur. So they actually start to prevent the recurrence of the issue. Um, doesn't mean it'll never happen again because life happens and things get in the way. Even myself with my own vestibular conditions, um, I know tinnitus and vertigo could happen to me again, but I absolutely don't care about it. And I don't diagnose myself because I know what to do and I know how to resolve it. So I think really shifting the landscape of being stuck with a chronic illness versus learning how to heal between those acute episodic moments and having less intensity, less frequency and just more normal living. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to add that piece in and like this dreaming for the new future. But thank you so much for your time today, Cynthia. Uh, you're muted again. Do you want me to un... There we go. Did that work? Sorry about that. Yes. I muted yeah. myself again because I wanted to... Um... <laughs> Uh, my cat is having a, a little hissy fit in the background. I wanted to not let everybody have to deal with that. But I did want to say <laughs> before I go <laughs> uh, uh, that one of the things that, um, that I love about your book um, is how it explains the process of neuroplasticity. Because I think a lot of people need to, it helps them to understand. Um, it helps them to understand a what that anxiety is about that it's a, a real physiological process the um, you know the fight flight freeze response um, yeah. and that so it's it's it so that their their experience is normal just normalizing it in that way goes a long way to reducing the anxiety and then understanding 
that you know neuroplasticity is a real thing you know we're not talking about something metaphysical here it's a real thing the yeah. brain it's the brain's ability to form new neural pathways and uh, in response to uh, to healing from an injury, for example, or um, or just learning or having new experiences, a lot something that we often get asked is how long is it going to take for yeah. me to get better, and and that's so difficult um, to to answer because it's different for everyone. Number one, um, but but again, understanding neuroplasticity I think helps because the more uh, it, it's like you know it's it's like you're on a road and there's a roadblock and mm-hmm. uh, your brain needs to get around that roadblock. And uh, so you, you take this off ramp that's a less used road, um, but then you discover, oh, I like that, that road works for me. I can, I can get where, I, uh, where I'm going on that road. And the more you travel that road, the clearer it becomes. So, you know, it's, it's a, a process um, of, you know, over time. Um, that new road, those new neural pathways will yeah. begin to work for you. And my, um, and my book will really explain how to get the best out of, out of the process and how to, um, you know, I don't want to use the word hack, it's a bit overused, but how to get the most efficient response. Because there are clear things we can do that delay neuroplasticity and don't work so well for it. And there are other things we can do to help really support the system and maximize this natural repair process. So um, yes, definitely neuroplasticity is very much evidence-based. It totally works. You just have to go to my website and see the plethora of case studies to see that this stuff is reversible. Nobody is stuck. And even if we do get an episode of tinnitus or vertigo or a vestibular condition, it does in no way mean that we are stuck forever and we can't live a healthy, normal life. You can. We've seen it time and time again. It's about supporting that natural neural recovery process and going through repair which if you need to go through repair you go through repair it's actually no big deal but it's a huge deal and it's highly debilitating if we don't have the support and if we don't know what to do and and if we're told oh there's no cure you've got to go live with it which is just complete misinformation so that's what I'm really hoping my book will spur a conversation to um to all of these different, you know, ear, nose and throat surgeons, neurologists, audiologists, physiotherapists, psychologists. I hope people start talking about this and start going, actually, you know what? You don't need a cure. You just, you have to use neuroplasticity to return to normal. This is where it's at. And I think this is, it's a new conversation and it's a conversation that's severely lacking. So that's kind of my hope. Um, so yes, thank you for your time, Cynthia. Thank you for writing the forward to the book. As you buy the book, you'll see at the front, there is a beautiful message there from Cynthia, um, which I really greatly appreciate. So thank you again. It's my pleasure. Thank you so much for all that you do for the vestibular community and for supporting Vita, truly. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It's a pleasure. Have a great day. All right. So I'm not sure if Kristen's here, but if Kristen, she's in clinic. This is Dr. Kristen from the Stanford Balance Center. Um I have actually got an email of something to read from her in case she can't make it because she's called away um, to see clients and do her very important work. Um, But I'll just, I'll hold on to the end for that just in case Kristen does chime in. So what I wanted to do is to answer a few questions. First of all, coming back to the, what is a pre-order campaign? Pre-order, it's a little bit like RSVPing to to a wedding. You have to let the caterers know who's coming and how much food to make. 
A pre-order campaign is a little bit similar from the book world in that it helps the publishing and printing team meet the demands of how many people and in which country they're going to want to buy the book. So by pre-ordering, you're actually letting the printing houses know um, where to distribute books to, in which countries, in which locations. So it's a little bit like that. It's an RSVP, but also it helps visibility. So um, as people are buying the Rocksteady book, it's actually helping the visibility of the book pop up more. So if you are on Fishpond or Booktopia or the Book Depository or Amazon, my book is more likely to pop up as a relevant reading resource if more people are buying it. So, and apparently the pre-order period is a very important time for that kind of algorithm to take place. So if you like what I'm about and you wanna support what I do and you wanna support the book, the best thing you can do to support me is to pre-order the book. And once it's formally released in mid-November, if you have the opportunity to review it, we need as many reviews as possible because again, it just helps people know that it's a real book, it's worth reading and it increases the visibility so more people can get the support and more people can discover it and find it and trust it. So I'm going to just go back to a few questions. So one of the questions was asked, what inspired you to write the book? I was asked to write this book literally 10 years ago um, by clients as I was doing my vestibular audiology work and helping them move through the what next piece. Because a lot of it's about what's your diagnosis? Do you have a hearing loss? You know, do you have a balance disorder injury? And nobody was really getting information about what to do about it. They were just getting all of this kind of dry information about their blood test results and their brain results. Um, and yes, there's a question, can I pre-order and are there eBooks? Yes, yes, yes. And there's an audio book coming. You can pre-order now. Just jump on my website for links or look up any online retailer and put in my name and you should find the book. Um, but anyway, people were saying, you know, Joey, you're giving really useful information. You're teaching me what to do about my body. You're teaching me how to feel good in my body. You have to write a book. So that the seed was planted 10 years ago, but I ended up leaving Melbourne University because I felt like I couldn't be as creative and compassionate as I wanted to be in my client care while operating under a pretty strict protocol in the traditional treatment system. So I left Melbourne University, created my own Seeking Balance clinic and saw clients face-to-face -face in the old school model, but I was starting to trial new neuroplasticity ideas, methods and techniques. I then realized there's millions of you guys all around the world and I wanted to be able to reach people and offer this support. So I then lodged on, I went online, I learned how to build an online program. I did all of that. And in that process, it's like, well, does this even work? Like just cause I have this crazy idea doesn't mean it's gonna work. So then it was a process of following my online Rocksteady clients and checking, are they actually getting good results? And to my surprise, I'm, I was a huge skeptic of this. Um, I'm not a, I don't really love digital things, right? I'd much rather sit under a tree and have a picnic and talk to someone than do digital things. So I was really, really surprised to see that my clients were getting better results by using the online program. And I think the reason for that is when you come and see a, cl a clinician or a therapist, there's only so much we can do in a one hour session. And then you have a follow up, what, a week later, two weeks later, three weeks later, four weeks later, there's a lot of dead time where information can be lost exercises can be misunderstood people don't understand how to implement their exercises there's a lot of confusion and just it's nowhere near the level of support that an online program can offer where clients could log in any time of day they could 
listen to things over and over again if they didn't quite get it the first second or third time there's that repetition they could look at the full variety of exercises physical mental emotional and spiritual and pick and choose what they wanted it was self-paced they had self-responsibility they do what they want when they want there's no prescription the results were just through the roof amazing and i actually published the results um, at the back of the book so there's some fancy graphs and things for you so anyway this all was inspiring me to write the book <clears throat> because as I'm seeing and I'm noticing and I'm updating the program and I'm getting feedback from people, it really wasn't until I had robust data that I felt confident to say, okay, it's not just in my head, this actually works. People are healing, they're recovering, their symptoms are disappearing, even if they've had them for 20 years or 30 years even. And so what we're noticing in the research, and I have a research team helping me, is that regardless of gender, regardless of age, regardless of diagnosis, and regardless of time since onset of symptoms, neuroplasticity works. We are seeing statistically significant improvements in symptom disability or in perceived symptom disability um, for, for the people who complete the six modules of the Rocksteady process. This is the online program. And the book kind of documents what neuroplasticity is, why I propose that it is the solution to the problem. My book talks about why is nobody talking about it? Why are doctors and, and many therapists, audiologists, psychologists kind of just saying, oh, just ignore it, just get on with it. Like, why is the conversation just kind of getting stuck there? I, I talk about why prescriptive methods are not working. So when people just repeat exercises, arbitrarily day and night, why that's probably not working for complex cases. And if, and if it will work, it will work within six weeks. So for some people it's effective, it's worth trying, but it's also important to not get bogged down in, well, it didn't work, therefore I'm hopeless and there's no cure, okay? So my book talks about the dilemma. It talks about why nobody's trained in neuroplasticity. Nobody has the skills to teach people how to implement it. Because the interesting thing is, is from a doctor's point of view, it's super accurate to say there's nothing more I can do as a doctor and there's no cure. And it's just best if you don't worry about it and live with it. All of that's actually pretty good advice, but what's missing is the how. Well, if there's no cure, how do I resolve it? And the, tr the answer is you don't need to get rid of it. You need to rebuild new normal using neuroplasticity. And there's a difference. We're not actually getting rid of neural pathways that represent the dizziness or the tinnitus we can't delete them. So in that regard, there is no cure, right? I kind of agree with that statement, but I don't think it's accurate because the way neuroplasticity works, and I describe it in the book, is whatever we focus on, the brain builds more of. So if we stop focusing with hypervigilance and fear upon our symptoms, the brain actually deprioritizes them and it filters them out. And it's not that they disappear or delete because they're actually always there. It's more just that they don't pass through our awareness. They're filtered out so we don't think they exist anymore. So neuroplasticity is about rebuilding your sense of normal. It's about knowing what you want to feel and knowing how to cultivate that. And all of that relies on the fact that you know yourself. So my book explains what it is, why it's a little bit of a dilemma and not many people are talking about it or using it or describing it. And my book explains how to get a diagnosis, when diagnosis doesn't matter, what test to, to use, talks about the importance of integrative neuroplasticity instead of having a fragmented approach and seeing a psychologist and seeing a physical therapist and seeing a dietitian and, and fragmenting everything, how that can keep us hopeless and despondent and stuck. 
And we actually need to have more of an integrative real-time approach where it's instead of going to the expert to get the answers, we actually listen to our body and say, okay, in this moment, I think this is what I need. This is what my body's communicating to me. So it's, we're integrating the physical, mental, emotional, spiritual rehabilitation and recovery and healing process as a whole person. And as um, Cynthia said, we begin to become the expert in ourselves and we begin to take full responsibility for how we're healing. So the next really important question a lot of people are asking is, is, it, is there a difference between the Rocksteady book and the Rocksteady program? And the answer is a big fat yes. And actually, Andrea, on the call, I would love you to speak because you've done both. You've done the Rocksteady program and you read an advanced copy of the book. So can you just let me know in the chat box if you're willing to just speak on this yourself, Andrea? I think that would be really helpful. But look, the book, I think, really complements the online program. And so if any of you listening have the online program, the book is like your bedside buddy to just summarize everything in a really neat package and to put everything in context. And I think I had to build the program first and write the book second because the program was an experimental process. And the book is a summary of what we learned in that process and what I learned in that process. And um, I think both of them really complement each other. The online program is comprehensive and has hours and hours of support of how to implement neuroplasticity and things to experiment with and questions to ask yourself and the peer support and the live group calls and all of that stuff that helps us actually go through the process over a period of time. And we found that on average, actually, people were doing the online program over a five month period. So it's a quite a slow and steady process. Whereas the book gives us the knowledge and inspiration as to, do I wanna get started? Do I believe in this? Do I believe in myself? The book really begins the process and it's perfect for um, health professionals, for doctors, for psychologists, for yoga teachers, for anyone who is working with people. Um, you're gonna come across dizziness and tinnitus. One in three people experience it, it's everywhere. And this book is a really amazing resource for helping support people with chronic and complex conditions to learn about their healing. The book is really the beginning point and it's highly educational. So I hope that helps. Um, if, if anybody has any questions on that, like what's the difference between the book and the program, I hope I've covered it. But basically the book is like a little bit of an all-rounder summary, which is a really nice educational piece to understand how we got to where we are and why no one else is talking about it. The program is a more comprehensive toolkit of what to do next. Not everybody's gonna need the program for many people the book will be enough, especially if you don't really have a complex condition or chronic symptoms. Um, the book will be more than enough and it is a standalone resource. Um, just checking in. I saw you there, Andrea. I'm just wondering. Andrea, I'm going to unmute you. I'm going to ask you to unmute and, and just let me know if you're there because you may or may not. There you go. Oops. Try again. You unmuted and then you went back on mute. Mute. There you are. Hello. You don't need to go on video if you're feeling shy, but feel free to use your video if you want to. Um, okay, I'll do the video just a moment. Oh, look how brave you are. <laughs> Calling in live from New Zealand. Andrea, do you just Hi. briefly want to talk about how the book may have complemented the program and vice versa? Because yeah, they are absolutely. different. And I think you've sure. been through it, so you can tell people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, I was someone who had a real hunger for the why. Um, I actually trained as a physiotherapist. So I had a kind of a brain that wants to know why and how does this work? 
And I just found that really helpful. It filled in the gaps of, of what I needed to know, to understand. Um, so that, and I, and I still look at the, the, the draft that you had um, given me um, to just reassure myself at times mm. and go back. And I have a nagging question, just go back, look at it, um, read it. And it's kind of like healing hands of the mind to me, if that yeah. works in some way. So yeah. Just, just a fantastic book. Really thrilled to um, get the draft and look at it um, a while back, and uh, I continue to look at it all the time. I've just yeah. ordered the actual book online yeah. as well. Yeah, and that's yeah. the that's the generally the feedback I'm getting from um, from my other clients as well is they keep coming back to the book, and they mm. find because because the program is so dense. Mm. which is good it needs to be dense because in different moments we need different things and and it also mm. just variety is the spice of life humans love bright shiny objects so having new and novel resources I think is really good for that aspect of our recovery but it can also be overwhelming and sometimes it's just like what's going on where do I start I think the book is that place and the book's that that lovely resource to come home to um like it is something you could just have beside your bed and and pull it out whenever you feel like you need that warm reminder um, and for other people to read as well and your family yeah, so yeah. That they can look at it. And I think the summary is really good. So you get, you know, the detail and then you can look at the summary. Um, yeah, that, that's really, really helpful. So it's a soothing, for me, it's a soothing thing. And yeah. it's a reminder when I'm getting off track uh, with things. And uh, to just understand that um, lots of people have all these uh, sensations and things that we're um, that we have and understanding and for me as a sort of ex-physio to understand about neuro neuroplasticity is wonderful it's like a release yeah it's a, it's a new way of thinking for my brain and if I get down about things I think no that's the wrong direction we've got these wonderful wonderful brain yes um, exactly with all these neurons in it that we can actually use yeah uh, to, uh, to feel what we want to feel it's a wonderful thing and I think that's exactly what the book does. It reminds us, actually, I'm amazing. How did I forget I was amazing? And my ears are yeah. amazing and my brain is amazing. And building that awe and respect for our body changes how we treat ourselves. And, you know, that is really what this book is doing. And I think that's why, to my surprise, the feedback is this book is for everybody. It's for the general public. It actually doesn't matter if you have no vertigo or tinnitus because to a certain extent, we all experience the inner critic and self-shaming and self-rejection and body image issues. And this book really talks through a pathway of what to do about it and how to create a new normal. And I loved what you said about falling off track because we all do that. Like that's just a normal human predictable phenomena. And that's what chapter 10 is about. It's about well, what do I do when I do fall off track? What do I do when bits of my ego and inner voices do get carried away and they psych me out and they end up spiraling back to where I feeling feels like where I began. We don't ever go that far backwards, but mm. you know, we have to have strategies and tools for navigating the ups and downs. And the other thing I think that's an important visual reminder is healing can look like the stock market. There's an overall improvement, but we have the ups and downs and the difficult days and the little hiccups. And we have to have tools and strategies to support ourselves through those hiccups and grief and sadness and disappointment because it's all part of the overall healing. Um, and I know you could speak on that for an hour if I let you, Andrea, but do you have any <laughs> passing words um, for yeah, people listening? You know, it's, it's wonderful that we know there's a new way to heal. And I tell myself every day, you know, it's the duration the intensity. It's like if I sat down to learn the piano, I'd be terrible to start off with. 
So yeah. I just keep going. I just keep going. And, you know, I have ups and downs um, with that. But I think it's a wonderful kind of hope uh, yeah. for us all. And I've just been like probably everybody else um, told to kind of live with it. Um, and that's a kind of a lonely, uh, lonely journey. So it's wonderful to have a, a community of people to have the book um, and uh, to just, you know, think what a wonderful brain we have and that we've got this built in um, sort of, uh, you know, extra neurons. Let's do something with them. And I always thought that years ago uh, anyway. And now now I need to use it myself. So I hope that's I hope that's helpful. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for being brave to come on the video and come oh, on live. Okay. Just, just, I've, got, you know. I've got morning here as well. Yeah, I know. Isn't it? Isn't it fun? I've just been like breastfeeding a baby all night. All right. You can, you can mute yourself again and I'll unspotlight right. you. Great. So I'm coming back to those questions. Let me find them. Um, where do I purchase your book, Joey? So on my website, I have a new tab that just called my book. And from there, I've got some quick links. Of course, you can buy my book on Amazon, Fishpond, Book Depository, and so on and so forth. Pretty much anywhere you can think of, my book will eventually exist. And in the minute, at the minute, at the moment, the tech gods, the technology gods are uploading my book. So it's kind of popping up. There's new places every day where you can purchase my book. And to encourage people to support the pre-order period which is very important apparently for reasons that i don't fully understand but the more books we pre-order before november 12th as a community the more visibility the book gets and the more backing the book gets from places like amazon um, and so to celebrate the pre-order campaign and for people who are buying books and thank you people who have already done this a lot of my community members are buying books um, in larger quantities, buying six books, buying 15 books or buying 50 books so that they can give them away or sell them um, to people such as GP clinics, audiology clinics, psychologists, neurologists, ear, nose and throat surgeons, to medical schools, to natural therapy schools, even to yoga schools. They're actually giving this book out. They are pollinating the book into the world. They are distributing it on my behalf and you know as an advocate as an advocate for people with chronic and complex conditions because more people need to know about it the conversation has to change globally we're actually seeing the same dilemma in you know France Germany UK all through Europe Finland Sweden in Africa we're seeing it all the way through Australasia and in the Americas it's it's really really global so I want to thank you people who are buying multiple copies and I have bonuses for you. So make sure you email me your receipts. If you buy six books, I'm going to give you a free copy signed with a message from me. And you also get early access to chapter one as a PDF. And I created a free workbook that goes with this book. So as you buy this book, hidden in the text is a link that will send you to a free online workbook. For those of you who buy six copies or more, I give you that workbook straight up so you can get going and using it straight away. If you buy 15 books, I'm going to invite you to my Inner Circle Book Club. And this is going to be five um, private small group calls with me. We're going to go through the chapters and read the book together. And in the back of the book, I have suggested book club questions and a process. So if you also want to create your own book club, buy multiple books and form a group, that's another way to to share this conversation, but also to enrich your own learning because reading a book is not gonna change your brain. Like 
it's stating the obvious, I realize, but it's about what you do with what you read in the book and how you then implement it. And that's where a book club can become like a really essential peer support group. I will be hosting an inner circle Rocksteady book club for people who purchase 15 books or more. And with those 15 books, I'm encouraging you to either sell them or give them to medical professionals, health professionals, family members, friends, yoga teachers, Pilates teachers, anyone who is in your realm and in your community who can then better support you, but also better support others, future clients, future people who they meet. Somebody's asking if there's an ebook. Yes, there's an ebook. Just keep looking. It'll be uploaded shortly. I don't think it's ready yet, but the ebook is coming. Um, and so is the audiobook, which unfortunately I'm not reading because of COVID. I couldn't access a recording studio. So we're getting, an, we're auditioning an actor and it's going to be a North American reader. So it'll be a little different, but I think the actor will do a great job. Um, and if you want to hear my voice, you're probably more likely to move towards the Rocksteady program. Um, yes, I think I've answered most of the questions then. So I'm just going to double check, see if um, we've heard from Kristen. Otherwise, I'm going to read you all her email. Okay. All right. So Dr. Kristen Steenerson is the clinical assistant professor of otoneurology at the Department of Otoneurology, Head and Neck Surgery, Department of Neurology and Neuro Neurological Sciences, co-director of the Stanford Balance Center. She is totally awesome. My community love Kristen because she's a really heartfelt, heart-centered doctor. And we need these people who can really hold us in that space as we're going through these really difficult um, conditions, very uncertain diagnoses. Kristen is just a beautiful, warm doctor who's at the cutting edge and she knows what she's on about. Um, she's the kind of neurologist everybody wishes they could see. So Kristen found me on the internet. She was looking, yeah, exactly. Dr. Steenison is awesome. It's coming through the chat box. Um, Kristen found me because she was actually Googling on her patient's behalf for reliable resources for a place they could go to after they see her. And she found me and she asked to check out my website and to talk with me. And the rest is history, really, because straight up I was like, I'm writing a book. Can you please like be a proofreader, an editor, a peer review, um, you know, reliable um, doctor to overlook my book? And she was jumped on it. So Kristen has given us the, the front page endorsement, which I'll read. She says, finally, a comprehensive and practical guide for anyone experiencing chronic dizziness and tinnitus, a must read. There's also a little blurb from Kristen inside the book, which you can read once you get your copy. And what Kristen has said today, I'm just going to jump over to my email and read it. Kristen says, I am delighted to be a part of the launch for this influential and much needed work by Joey Remini. As we are all keenly aware, chronic dizziness is an intrusive sensation that can be life altering. There is a paucity of reliable information to help patients understand chronic dizziness, as well as a dearth of accessible, helpful tools to help patients rehabilitate from its effects. Joey's new book strives and succeeds in addressing both needs. She has an approachable and elegantly simple method of teaching and engaging the reader with the concepts of neuroplasticity, our greatest tool for recovery. After reading her work, I know patients will feel not only hopeful, but empowered with the necessary instruments to harness the power of neuroplasticity, to better understand the neuroscience of balance and sensory integration, and to ultimately feel better. 
I encourage patients, family members and providers to read this important work. I'm grateful to Joey for her indefatigable efforts to improve the world of dizziness and tinnitus. So thank you so much, Kristen. Um, she's a busy, a busy doctor seeing many lucky clients and she's in clinic today. So I'm sorry she couldn't be live and I'm super grateful that she emailed in that beautiful comment. Uh, before we end up on the call, is anybody in the chat box, does anybody in the chat box have any dying questions that I haven't answered? There's a lot of thank yous coming through and um, thank you for thanking me. Um, yeah, so somebody just said, does the book help with the how of neuroplasticity? That's exactly what it does, the how of neuroplasticity. The book really describes how to use neuroplasticity. It's a standalone resource, and I'm sure many people who read this book will not need the full online program. Other people will just be hungry for more and will definitely want the online program. And I would say others need the online program. So the book is a great starting place. It's definitely a standalone resource, it teaches you what to do and how to get started. Does the book specifically address issues with vision-induced motion sickness and dizziness like scrolling, scanning? Thank you for what you're doing. Um, book has been pre-ordered. Thank you. Um, I guess the book does mention it. It doesn't have an ex exhaustive section on specific symptoms and triggers because what the book does is it says acknowledge you're not quite right, whatever they are. Let's just put them all in the package of not quite rights. And then we have to know how to support that and what we want to feel in order to rebuild and override it. So it's completely covered. Sher um, I'm not sure how to say your name, Sherry or Cherie. And I think it's just really important that we don't get stuck in what we don't want to feel because by getting stuck in focusing on getting rid of what we don't want, as the book explains, that's how we just end up getting more of what we don't want. It's about acknowledging whatever is not quite right and teaching the brain to focus out elsewhere, um, which will help support the brain to create new neural pathways that stabilize the vision. And as I mentioned in the book, I have seen many people with visual sensitivities and visual triggers completely return to normal. So follow the process. Um, does neuroplasticity help disorders like OCD? Um, yes, definitely. And actually we can use obsessive compulsive tendencies to help us become obsessively compulsive about neuroplasticity and actually get a really good outcome. So instead of being obsessive compulsive about symptoms, what we want to shift that into is being obsessive compulsive about feeling calm, feeling relaxed, feeling courageous, whatever the goal is. The book guides you through to brainstorm what is my normal? What does that mean? What do I actually want to feel? What do I want to build? And to start getting strategic. So the book guides you through building your own program. Um, buddy, buddy, buddy. Great. A lot of people are saying thank you. Excited to read the book. So I just want to reiterate, if you feel like you want to get behind this book and support it, please tell your friends, tell your family, family members, get as many people as possible to buy this book if nothing else, just as a favor to you, because as your family members or your colleagues, your employers, your yoga teachers, Pilates instructors, chiropractors, osteopaths, all of these people in your team, if they get their hands on this book and start to understand what you're going through and what it feels like to have these devastatingly difficult invisible symptoms, and if they understand what it means for you to actually heal them and recover them with neuroplasticity and how that's a real-time practice of you taking your power back, they will be able to support you. So get ask them to buy the book. Ask them to log online and buy a book or buy a heap of copies yourself. Get my bonuses and sell them a book. Actually take it to their office and sell it to them. Give it to them if you can afford it. But 
I think having this kind of like pollinator system where we're all little busy bees going out and spreading the word, that is going to have the best impact because I'm only one person and there's only so much I can do. Um, and I'm so appreciative of people who are supporting this and backing me and giving me the confidence to be out there. So thank you so much. I've got plenty of people in the chat box saying they're pre-ordered, they've ordered, so fantastic. Thank you so much. Even if you buy one book, I'm extremely grateful. Um, and I just really hope that those of you who need this book resonate with it and love it as much as I loved writing it. So Melissa said, holistic approach is very new to me. I'm completely, I completely vomited to this and believe this is what I've been searching for. Um, any tips on how to fully engage to something so far and perhaps this book provides these? Yes, definitely just read it. I would say, first of all, just read it. Like no stress, no pressure, perhaps don't even do any of the exercises, just read it. Then go back and actually read it again and go a little bit deeper and really stop and do the exercises and actually explore what works for you. And then, you know, if you're, if you're feeling stuck and you're just a little bit like, I've got the book, I've read it, I've tried, I'm not sure, then it's probably like try the online program. If you can't afford the online program, don't worry. We have really generous scholarships. I think I gave away a quarter of a million dollars worth of scholarships just last year. So if you need the program, we'll try and get you onto it. Start with the book. Thank you, Joey. Great, great, great. Can't wait to read your book. Perfect. Yes, definitely. Somebody's just said I'll be buying copies for all those professionals who said there's nothing you can do about it. Exactly. That's exactly the conversation we want to turn around. And the book is $18 in US, $24 in Canada, $26 in Australia. You can buy it from so many different places online. And like I say, if you buy six copies, 15 copies or 50 copies, there are bonuses. For six copies, I'm going to send you a signed copy of the book with a message from me. I'm going to personally post it and deliver it to you. If you buy 15 copies, you get a signed book from me as well as you get um, exclusive invitation to my Inner Circle Book Club, which is going to be the most amazing peer support. I'm so excited to meet the people who join my Inner Circle Book Club. And if you buy 50 copies, that's five zero, you actually get a one hour private therapy session with me as well as the book club, as well as a signed copy of the book. So if you really feel like you need my support and you want to connect with me, I am not offering private therapy at the moment. I have a little baby. I work too much and I just need a break. The only way to work with me at the moment is to support my book, because if you support my book, I want to support you. It's as simple as that. So if you feel like you want to work with me and meet me, be in my book club and have a session with me, buy 50 books and get them out into the world. You can sell them, which means you're going to get your money back, but get them out into the world in whatever way you want. I would love my book to be in um, audiology schools, in medical schools, and to really kind of start to be a conversation topic for the people who need to be talking about it. That would be my dream. If you feel as though you want to take that up and, um, and start to pollinate this book, I am just so grateful. Great. So still got lots of very many thanks coming in through the chat box. Thank you so much for believing in me and my work is what I want to say to everybody else. Um, Nancy says, my ENT is so impressed that I was able to use your tools from Rocksteady to heal myself without medication. He said, everyone in the US wants a pill or a quick fix. I can't thank you enough for all of your work and hugs. Thank you, Nancy. Great. Um, pre-ordered, pre-ordered, pre-ordered. Someone else said, will you be doing one-to-ones? Will, will you be doing private therapies again at some point in the future? 
I've recommended to physio, doctor and CBT therapist, can't wait to read the book. Um, I don't know yet. I just feel like I need a really big break and just not think about that. But if I am offering them, I will I will let them know. So just make sure let you know, make sure you're on my email list so I can keep you updated. Thank you, Joey. This is just what I needed to support my daughter with her repair. You truly are making a difference to people's lives. Thank you, Josie. And I'm so pleased because there's nothing worse than not feeling safe in your body when you're a teenager. And there are some kids out there who are experiencing these unwanted sensations or sounds. They don't like their body. It, creates a whole cascade of body image and self-esteem issues which is awful and so again this is where reading this book not only helps us understand our own body it helps us understand how to support other people with some of the anxiety panic and self-esteem or isolation or loneliness issues they're going through so this is um this is a really great kind of starting place for understanding what it means to be human and what it means to move through uncomfortable not quite right sensations oh, so do you need a do you need to buy from a particular source no great question um buy anywhere at all all you need to do is email my assistant your receipts so that we know that you've bought the book and that you've got it on pre-order you have to email the receipts to get the bonuses before november 16 the book officially launches on november 12th I would love you to review the book when the book opens up November 12th. Again, reviews apparently are the bee's knees and that's what, what as an author, the more reviews we get, the more visibility the book gets. So if you pre-order the book and you can review the book in the same place, that would be amazing. Email us your receipts and I will personally make sure you get um, your therapy session booked in with me or that you get your invitation to the Inner Circle Book Club or that you get your signed copy of the book posted. Please be patient with the post. Tamara said it's $36 Australian. That will be including postage though, Tamara. The book is, it's $26 retail. If you were just to walk into a shop and buy it or buy it on the street, that's the recommended price. But I've even noticed Amazon um, sometimes charges just a little bit more. Don't ask me why, uh, that's out of my control. But I would say that 36 Australian includes postage. All right, so a lot of thank yous coming through. Yes, the Rocksteady program is very useful for anxiety. And if there's anybody on this um, chat box right now who's used the Rocksteady program and has an understanding of it, you might even want to chime in there on how it's helped your anxiety, because I get that a lot. Does Rocksteady help anxiety? I would say a big fat yes. A huge part of healing is about mastering anxiety and learning how to master the art of coming home to the body, relaxing and calming in a very empowered and embodied way um great thank you for all these wonderful comments lots of compliments towards me which i won't read out oh noel thank you for your inspiration and healing focus looking forward to sharing the book widely love noel thank you so much noel you've been on this journey with me almost since the beginning great thank you so much um can this help people with health anxiety as well? Yes. So that's a question that's coming up a lot. So for anybody who's actually in the program, I'd love to hear your thoughts on that and how it's helped your anxiety. And in fact, I don't know how, but my book through pre-order sales is already ranking in the top 20 in Canada and the top 40 in Australia for mental health and stress and anxiety concerns. So it's the book gods have already picked this up as a book that's useful for anxiety, which is incredible. How does that happen? So Yes, and I've got lots of people saying that they're using my Rocksteady program, not only for the 12 week period that I designed it to be useful for, but for years later. 
And I've got clients who are going through this process just little by little chipping away and they add new processes, new exercises, new experiments as they feel ready because you can't rush it. You can't force it. It's a gentle process. Um, all right. So thank you, Joey. Can't wait to share your book. Ordered two. Might order more. Beautiful. Thank you. I've read another book in the area about a person who spent a life looking for a diagnosis. I'm not fully sure it was found in the end, and I'm sure your book would have been a great help. You know what, Rocco? I have an entire chapter on why not to look for a diagnosis. If we get a diagnosis, it's almost a bonus, right? Some people never get a diagnosis, and my book talks about why diagnosis is not an issue. It makes absolutely no difference to healing. I've got graphs in the back of the book that talk about outcomes and how outcomes happen regardless of diagnosis, it's this graph here, which I know you can't read, but um, it's about medical clearance. Once you get medical clearance, it means we're confident you're not dying. We're confident that you're gonna be okay and that it's safe for you to actually go through this neuroplasticity process because the worst case scenario would be that you have a brain tumor or something that can kill you, that is, that is treatable, that you can get surgical removal and you never know about it, right? Medical clearance is the key doesn't matter what your diagnosis is neuroplasticity healing is a whole person process it's about you as a person it's not about you as a many years or you as a triple pd or you as a melder Bachman. it's not about your diagnosis it's about you as a person and my book explains why medical clearance is the gold standard and neuroplasticity healing is that next stage and the book i think explains that um what to do it's all about what to do well what now what now how can i support myself Yep. So we've got people typing into the chat box. Yes, this definitely helps with anxiety. Um, blah, 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 blah. Yes, it's helped me with my anxiety and overwhelm. <laughs> I do have a lot of Canadian supporters and I just want to say go to the Canadians as well. Apparently I'm rating better in Canada than Australia, which is just insane. I can't believe that. Um, Great, I'll be forever grateful to get relief. Yes, just believe in yourself. Renita, hello. Rocksteady definitely helps with health anxiety. It taught me to trust in my body and its capabilities and to not be ex looking externally for help. Thank you, Renita. Janina says it helped me in so many ways beyond the body sounds and sensation. Car Carly says, Joey, lots of panicked people would also need this. Um, Charlene, yes, on the onset of my tea, anxiety kicked in. I would not have been able to understand how to control it without your online program. Oh yeah, so I'm hoping to get translations of the book. All of that's in the pipeworks. It's a little bit out of my control, but fingers crossed we get translations in you know, Spanish and French and wherever else we need it. Um, so basically, I think if you're in New Zealand, look on Book Depository and Fish Pond. <clears throat> Oh yeah, look on book depository as fish pond is more expensive at the moment. Beautiful, yeah, so just look wherever, buy the book wherever you wanna buy it. I'm actually really hoping to get it out into independent bookstores book to support independent bookstores. I'm not entirely sure Amazon's the greatest place, but um, we have to do what we have to do. So thank you so much. Oh, Elizabeth, hi Elizabeth. I think you're gonna be talking on our next live call. So to end up the call, I just wanna say thank you for supporting me. Buy multiple copies, give them away, send us your receipts. If you cannot buy more than 10 copies, because there's a cap on the pre-order, you may need to use different email addresses. Like you might need to steal your family members' email addresses and buy copies that way. But I think through Fish Pond and Book Depository, you can buy 100 copies, there's no limit. Um, and in that regard, if you, if you want to get on board and be 
an absolute champion for the book and for the cause buy the book sell it to people get your money back and get a get in my book club get a private therapy um, session with me if you buy 50 copies of my book i really want to support you because that you know you're supporting me and it's a two-way street so thank you so much i think i've got way too many messages for me to read but I'm Joey Remini. Visit my website, seekingbalance.com.au. Rock steady, healing vertigo and tinnitus with neuroplasticity. It's amazing. I'm so proud of the whole team. And I haven't even showed you this yet, but we've got, I found this incredible artist to make these gorgeous images for the book. And her brief was you have to make people fall in love with their body. You've got to make beautiful illustrations that make people see how amazing their body is. And she nailed it. Um, and lastly, get excited about the online workbook that is free. The link is in your book. The online workbook has PDF, beautiful colored illustrations with anatomical labels that you can print off and put up on your bedroom at home or put it anywhere you need it just to help you build that relationship with your body and to build that love and trust and awe for your body. And the online workbook has extra exercises, videos, audios, written stuff, through every chapter. So as you log on to the free workbook that comes with the book when you buy it, you'll, you'll go through all the 10 chapters and you'll have all this extra bonus information. And that is my gift to you to say, thank you for supporting my book. Please spread the word. There are millions of people who need this book. And the question is, will millions of people find my book? So you guys are a huge part of the answer to that question and your support means everything to me. So I just want to say thank you. I'm super excited. Keep pre-ordering my book. And when it's out for review, I can't wait to, to, to see that the reviews are clocking up. Um, yeah. So thanks again. You'll hear from me. I'll send you emails with updates. Um, pop into the Facebook group and I just thank you. That's all I can say. So it's a bye for now.